Hey guys, welcome to another podcast episode. This week, my team and I sat down to talk about what we think is the most important investment you'll make in your life. It's not stocks, it's not business, it's not real estate, it's people. And it's about investing in the right relationships so that they can be with you through the good times and the bad times, help you grow and give you value. Let's go and get into it. Hi everyone, welcome to another Wealthy Wednesday podcast today in a really fancy studio and I have Dominic Neshi and Peter Esho, Wealthy co-founders joining me. How are you, Peter? Hey, it's if you're really well. How are you? Very well. How are you, Dom? How can you not be good in this place? I know. Stepping it up a notch. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. And today we'll be addressing a super important matter, which is what we should be doing during a recession when it comes to property investments. Mm. And the answer is putting a fantastic team together. So I'm going to start by looking at Dom. Dom, can you start sharing what are your main or beginning thoughts about putting a team together? Well, you need to get the right people in place. So the right, um, you know, tools, let's just say that. So you need a solicitor that's going to be able to review the contracts, who's been through some fires and some fights before. You need a mortgage broker that's going to tell you the truth, but then also be willing to fight and work to get the deal done. Um, you need an accountant that's going to give you the right structures, the one that knows how to, um, you know, uh, Put things in the right place. Put put money in the right baskets. Structure things in the right way that protects you, protects your family, and makes you tax efficient. Um, I also think that obviously you need to have a very good property advisor. Um, even if you are in this game, you bought five, six, seven properties. It always pays to talk to someone that knows, you know, a good amount about property that's been in the game for ten plus years, that's been doing this a while, that has a significant portfolio, it pays to work with a big team like that because everybody working makes a decision from a different point of view and it helps to really bring the group together and create something that's stable, that's robust and that's going to grow and make you money. And Peter, why is this the right time to be looking at putting a team together? This is a good time because you learn a lot from, from tough times. You learn more from the tough times than the good times. In good times, there usually aren't things going wrong. Everybody feels like they're an expert. Um, anybody can get away with it. But during tough times, you tend to see the best professionals that Dom spoke about in the game helping their clients. I also believe that you are an average of the five people that you mix with the most. And when it comes to your friends, you know that's Jim Rohn talking about who to associate with. And if you're associating with a bad accountant, a bad solicitor, a bad mortgage broker, well, guess what? Your investments probably aren't going to be in the best shape. And so this is a great time to be making appointments with people, um, to be asking for suggestions, asking for recommendations. I think having a really good accountant on your team, um, there's never a bad time. It's always a good time. And I think accounting is something that people dread when it comes to tax and trying to have to you know, get on top of everything. But... Do the hard stuff. Do the things that are painful now and you'll reap the rewards later. Dom, what makes a great team? Effective communication. You need to be talking to one another. You need to have a clear vision. 
you need to know where we're moving towards because if you've got a team and everybody's moving in a different direction or understands the objective differently, then guess what? You know, your, your account is moving left, your financial plan is turning, going right, your, your, your solicitor is going forward, you're just going to get stuck and you won't go anywhere. Mm. So you need to have a very clear vision about what you're trying to achieve. You need a strategy and you need to talk to these people often, keep them updated and let them know that you're on top of it. Because if you take a back step, if you're apathetic, then they're going to be apathetic. But if you're on top of it, if you're talking to everyone and you're motivated and you're driven, that energy rubs off onto these people and they want to work for you. If you're committed to getting a deal done, guess what? They're going to be committed to getting the deal done. They're going to fight. They're going to find the tenant. They're going to get the finance organized. So it really is about effective communication, a clear vision, and just staying on top of it. You know what's really interesting, Tiffy? If you're looking for an accountant uh, or a solicitor or a mortgage broker, if you, Google, if you do a Google search and you see someone that has like 50 reviews, it means they're on top of it. They've got a proper website. They've got a social presence. They're taking their business seriously. Right, they're in growth phase. They want new clients. They want to do well because they care about their reputation. If your accountant or your or your solicitor or your broker has, doesn't have a digital footprint, isn't on social media in 2020, um, it means they're not taking these things seriously. They're probably building a lifestyle business. They're looking at getting out. They're not looking for growth. That's really a, a good yardstick and a good measure, I believe. Can I touch on that, Tiffy? Because that's awesome. I, I really, really love that because. If you are in a growth mindset, you want to be working with people in a similar mindset. If, if, if they're settling down, if they're starting to you know, settle down, sell down assets, they're trying to get out, you want someone that's going to be there as long as you are. You know, someone that's got skin in the game that's going to be there that wants to grow because it, it, it just you'll move in the same direction again. So 100% Pete. And what have you learned from having not the right people in your team, Peter? Because you mentioned you learn more the from the mistakes. Thing. It's the worst thing ever. Um, because when problems arise, they run away. So very early on, um, I had a, an accountant that I went to university with. Uh, but it was someone that didn't give me the care and attention that I needed. And I used to dread doing my taxes, dread you know that time of the year where you have to do your taxes. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to this are like, yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> uh, but I proactively went out and now I love my accountant. I talk to him all the time. I've got a great working relationship. He's very responsive. Mortgage brokers, absolutely the same. So when you build these really good relationships, it just it, you want to invest. You want to grow. You want to get your taxes in, on, in order. You want to explore you know, a, a growth mindset, as Dom said. Um, and you only really find out who's good when problems arise. And mm. so Dom and I speak from experience because we've been through really tough transactions and we've helped people during tough transactions. And Dom, the good ones stand out, right? The good ones are there when times are tough. Not, they don't run away. Yeah, look, I, I've got a few clients that are, you know, now's a tough time and I've got clients that are going through hard times. And some of the people that were in their team have run away and some of the people are standing there with them fighting the good fight to try and get the job done mm -hmm. you know um i believe there's always a way through it there's always a solution you just got to be willing to sort of look at it from another angle get advice from somebody else you have to be willing to fight during the tough times and it's going to be hard and it may not be worth your time you know that advisor will put five six seven ten twelve twenty hours into this thing it may not be worth their time today but they know that they want to invest in this relationship because it's for the long haul 
hundred percent. And Can, sorry, sorry, you go on. I was gonna say um, my experience is that. I'm doing this to create a passive income, not to be actively working. Mm. So the amount of time I put up front in putting a team together then pays off because instead of this becoming something I dread and another job, it's just something that runs smoothly. And I only have to intervene in certain points in times. Yeah. And, and that's why it's so important, right? So I think 100% that passive and letting the expert do their work because you don't want to be doing the work for them. And that leads me to the point that I wanted to make is we have this culture where we sort by price. So when we go look for flights, we're finding the cheapest, cheapest rooms. You know, we all want to get a deal. When it comes to these professionals or putting your team in, don't fall for the price trap because someone that's really good is expensive and these are not expenses. They are assets because somebody who will guide you and help you grow is not an expense. You know, I believe that an asset is something that gives you value that continues to help you grow. And so don't go for the cheapest accountant because you'll get what you pay for. Uh, don't also yeah, don't go the other way. Don't go the other way because there are a lot of a lot of sharks out there. Yeah. Find someone that is great in the middle and that'll come through talking and trying and seeking recommendations and again Google's a very good quick filter to find those people. And would you say friends and experts' recommendations and referrals are important, Dom? I think that you just got to get out there and talk to the people because your friend may like apples and you may like oranges. Your friend may be passive and you may be aggressive. You know, it, it comes down to how you, you get along. Do you have a similar trajectory? Do you have a similar vision? Do you do you guys get along? Is it going to be, are you going to invest in this relationship and they're going to invest? I think you do want to take referrals, absolutely, because that's a really big help. Um, but be willing to say, maybe my brother's referral was wrong. My brother's friend isn't the right mortgage broker. Doesn't know what the fuck's going on. That's, you know? the, that's the one I get the most when I'm talking to clients is like, oh, my mate who's a mortgage broker has sort of told me. My friend's mum is a mortgage broker. She can do my loan for me. Yeah. No, no, she can't. She should not go near your loan because you need someone who's experienced. I think re referrals are bad because it's awkward. If my, you know, if my sister's friend is, is an accountant and she introduces me, I feel awkward saying I'm not happy with her. I'm hopeless. And I've met a lot of people. I, I was a prime example where when I started, I used a solicitor through my family and he wasn't the best and he ruined deals for me and he talked me out of deals. Um, so I think more often than not, you want to use referrals and recommendations from the general public as opposed to people that are close to you where you feel awkward rejecting, right? Yeah, that's another one. Uh, you got to be willing to say no and stand your ground because... Sometimes you're going to get a professional and they're going to give you some advice uh, and it may not even be in the field of work. I've worked with clients that have sat with a solicitor and the solicitor is starting to give them you know, uh, an, an investment advice or trying to give other schools a thought that they don't know anything about. So it's important to also know what you have, a, have an element of understanding where you go into this relationship armed as well. Because if you go into the wrong um, relationship, they may cost you money, more money than you have. I think the best analogy is if you think of yourself as a business, which you are, would you hire this person? You know, because that's what you're doing. You're hiring them. You're only paying them for when you use them. Mm. You're not paying them as a full-time employee. But put them through the same process as you would if you're hiring an employee or if you're hiring someone to join your team. 
they're going to be your internal legal counsel or your internal accountant. Do they fit your culture? Do they fit what you would require from that role? And what about people taking the time to explain to you what they're doing so you also understand how is that is that important to you when you're sitting with a solicitor or a mortgage broker or an accountant? Yeah, I think there within these professions there are specialists. And so a mortgage broker that helps first-time buyers is different to someone that does commercial loans for property developers. So you want to understand what type of work they do, what type of t- clients they deal with, and if that reflects you. An accountant that deals with businesses is probably not going to be someone that gives you the time and attention to do your individual tax return. Mm. But the other way around. And as Dom said, we know solicitors uh, that are really experienced at doing property law and ones that aren't they just do it on the side they're they're out you know in court all day doing compensation claims or whatever and then a property contract comes and they just do it because they want to make money out of it pick a property specialist when it comes to property law and then also just to your your question um i think that getting a good consultant is like better than a degree or school i've learned more from paying an accountant paying a solicitor paying these different professionals than I have at uni. You sit with this person for an hour and they're giving you all this hard-earned knowledge and experience and if you dial in, you can walk away from a lot of these transactions or almost an expert in, in these fields. You really learn so much from these people that understand their craft and if they really understand their craft, they know how to explain it simply. That's how you know someone knows what they're talking about. If they can't explain it, then they don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If they're, if they're spinning wheels and they spend an hour to try and explain a topic, then they don't understand. Cool. So, guys, I think we're coming to an end. And before we wrap up, I want you both to leave your final message regarding putting teams together. So, Peter, go ahead. Talk to people. Uh, make sure that it's someone that po- has a positive mindset. They're not negative. They're not weighing you down. They're not you know, they're, they're not influencing your positivity or your plans. They're not talking you down. They're not discouraging you. And if they talk you out of something, ask them for a solution. I've seen so many solicitors ruin deals for people and say, oh, you shouldn't buy that. If somebody says that to you, turn around and say, well, what should I buy? Because I want to grow. I'm looking for opportunities. Um, and as Dom said, that usually comes through conversations. So have conversations, use this time, jump on Google. If they're replying to you straight away, it means they have a good business and they take their work seriously. Awesome. Thank you. Dumb? That was a good one. If, if, if you send an inquiry and they respond straight away, they're onto it. That's a good one. Um, I also think my parting thought is if you don't have a team already, get started now, today. Get on Google and start looking because this is the best time in the market to get into property. And if you haven't coined onto that yet, wake up. Yeah. Wake up. Everyone that we're talking to is saying the same thing. It's because prizes... This is a buyer's market. You need to have a great team behind you to capitalize on this market. Don't go in blindfolded. If you're just going buy anything, you might get stung. Get a great team around you now. Even if you don't have all the money ready, just start talking to people. It doesn't cost you anything to go and have a chat to a mortgage broker or to an accountant. Go and talk to these people. Set your, yourself up now and be ready to pounce. Yeah, and it doesn't happen overnight. No. So it, it, the effort you put now up front will pay in the future. And if you're still thinking, I'm, I'm not ready yet, then this is the best time to be putting all of the energy and effort because it will take time and you want to get started sooner rather than later so you don't let other opportunities go by. Okay, guys, 
Thank you so much for your time. And if you've liked what you've heard in this podcast, then please share it with friends, family. We're here to keep everyone updated and hope to see you around. And if you don't like something, tell us why as well. Sorry, Tiffy. Awesome. Go <laughs> for it. Tell Dom directly. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Amazing.